The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So many people, businesses, organizations, and charities have taken a huge hit because of COVID-19. I see it and we hear about it nonstop over the past number of weeks. I can tell you that Imagine Canada, which represents 170,000 charities and nonprofits across Canada, projecting that three months of enforced social distancing and the associated economic downturn will cause charities to lose to lose 9.5 billion in revenue and lay off more than 117,000 thousand employees. Well, what does it look like in Alberta and how can we help? Let's chat this afternoon with Rob Yeager, the CEO of United Way Alberta. Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, Jalen. Thanks for having me. How are you guys holding up the United Way? Well, I'd say that, um, you know, it's as challenging for us as it is for anybody in this province or country for that matter. We're, uh, we're holding our own, but certainly there is a call for supports that far exceeds, I think, what we have been accustomed to in the past. Uh, you have uh, the United Way has a long history of helping people in Alberta in the capital region. Have you seen a, a direct impact on fundraising so far, and 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 in turn on any of your programs? Well, I think that you know it's still early days in terms of the, uh, the specifics of the crisis, Jalen, um, but. You know the the economic impacts that are being experienced out in our environment are very very clear to us. We know that as a fundraising organization that's supporting uh, many many charitable partners here in our community, the impacts of that economic circumstance will have effects on our ability to raise funds and other resources for the work that needs to happen. Um, the Prime Minister announcing, I think it was last week, that the government's going to contribute $9 million through United Way Canada for local organizations that support practical services to Canadian seniors. Do you have any details on that? Well, the, the, um, the specifics are still being figured out, and United Way Canada is working closely with our federal government to determine how best to utilize those funds across the uh, network of United Ways in Canada here. We have a footprint of 80 United Ways across our country, and every one of them has some focus on vulnerable populations, and so it'll be um, some work to figure out how best to utilize those resources in specific communities. Rob, I know that there's um, about 200 major charities in Canada that have formed this emergency coalition and calling on the Canadian government to um, establish what they're calling a stabilization fund um, through all of this. Is the United Way a part of this? If so, um, yes. And what are you looking for? And if not, what more could the government could be doing from your perspective? Yeah, so we're... um we're aligned with all of those conversations without question. Our national body is playing a huge advocacy role on behalf of our communities and, and United Ways right across the country and we certainly support the the effort to um, keep our governments aware of the impacts of you know this uh, situation as it'll have on our organizations within community and those that are vulnerable receiving services and so I, I think it's fair to say that we all believe that, you know, this is one of those times that is so 
substantial in terms of its implications that uh, we are looking for government and governments to do their level best to uh, step in and provide the right types of supports for organizations so that uh, we can continue supporting those in need in our communities. Rob Yeager, CEO of United Way Alberta, does such great work in this province and across the country. Um, when, when we talk about the United Way and the work it does supporting nonprofits, can you give us an idea about some of those nonprofits and the work that you are doing in the community and um, the, 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 the challenges with some fundraising? Um, you know, what, Im, what programs could be impacted? Can you get that far yet? Yeah, well, we, uh, so, so Jalen, we're uh, the United Way that represents the Alberta Capital Region. So there is a network of United Ways in Alberta, uh, substantial ones in the major centres. So we in Calgary and Red Deer and Grand Prairie and Ford Mac being some of the bigger centres. Uh, and we've been having conversation between all United Ways in Alberta to better understand what the, uh, the needs are in our local communities and whether there are opportunities to collectively work with our um, funders and other organizations that support our work to uh, provide additional supports at this time of need. I think that it's fair to say that all charities are feeling the impact of the uncertainty out there and the job loss that's occurring out there as a result of COVID, whether it's temporary shutdowns or more permanent changes in in the businesses out there, and that's impacting people's ability to step up to the table and donate, and uh, it's affecting corporations' ability to step up and uh, contribute as well. But so the weight is starting to be felt by United Ways, and it's certainly being felt by our charitable partners. Uh, we in the Alberta Capital Region, which is at and in the surrounding area really uh, have our focus on the issue of poverty and serving those that are most vulnerable in our community in that regard. And uh, those organizations that are on the front line right now, Jaylen, are really experiencing an uptick in in service volume. So there's the, you know, there's the pending threat that's around funding and the availability of resources, and then there's this massive swing or upswing in terms of need out there. And those two things don't play well together. So no, trying to this out yeah well it's you know it's interesting I I am see a, a number of events uh, across uh, the city and across the province um, you know a monthly yearly basis and I I've seen them being cancelled and I'm having conversations with some that I work exceptionally close with and they are really really concerned about um, you know you know maybe can get through the next few months but what does you know looking like into later this year or into next year um, this this is an immediate issue, but it also turns into a, a longer-term issue, doesn't it? Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, the um, you know, not-for-profit organizations, regardless of how well run they are, don't exactly have a ton of excess capital. Uh, available to them because you know we receive money and we put it out into community where it's getting best effect and so even though organizations are well run they're not capitalized in a way that can really sustain this sort of slowdown and impact for too long and event fundraising is really critical for a lot of organizations at this time of year and there are thousands of events that have been cancelled across the country which means you know 
tens of thousands of participants that aren't attending, donating, contributing their ticket values, and so on. So massive impacts for sure, Jalen. And for some of those uh, nonprofits, that's all of their money. That's where a totally. majority of their money is coming from to operate, mm-hmm. to do the great work that they do in our in our communities. And it's and it's just heartbreaking, in my opinion. Yeah, it's putting a real pinch on those organizations without question. And then, you know, the you know the trickle effects of that. I, we, so we talk about social distancing from an event standpoint, but you think about those human-to-human interactions that many organizations do their work by and how that's being impacted due to the need medical need to you know taper their services you know handle um, clients in different ways and so on and so organizations are being caused to you know rethink how they deliver things stop delivering some things really really pivot in ways that uh, were quite unexpected and so it's putting pressure on these organizations on the front lines uh, in a tremendous way and the best thing we can do as a community is rally together uh, and, and support all of them so let's talk about rallying together. I saw on uh, the webpage today the local love in a global crisis, the COVID-19 fund. What is that? How is it working? Uh, tell us about it. Well, it is. Uh, thank you for that. It's a fund that we have put up for individuals and organizations to be able to contribute to to support primarily basic needs that uh, need support right now. So trying to generate some funds in our community to to help out in the most immediate sense possible and then really start to look at the longer term because I think there, you know, there's lots of um, exposure now, obviously, about the crisis today, but the long-term effects of what this will do for our community and the people that will be impacted by it, I think we still don't really know the answer to yet, but it will be substantial, and we have to make sure that we're also prepared to support our community uh, down the road. And so that's the intention behind gathering the community's support there, and then we'll work with organizations and other funding partners to best distribute those funds to places where they're needed most. I have to say, Rob, um, the Prime Minister has asked people if they're able to to maybe support some local charities in in their hometowns. Um, It's difficult to ask for donations right now. I'm looking at a text that just came in and said now is not the time to ask for donations. People don't have the cash. We're in a tough situation. It is a real... It's a real tricky balance. It is. And certainly, um, I think we all recognize that. Um, but the need is greater than it's ever been. So now, if now isn't the time to ask those that are capable of contributing, then when is? And I can understand that there are people that are less capable of supporting me than uh, they have been in the past, and that's okay. Um, but for those that can support, I think on behalf of every organization in our community that operates by funds uh, coming from donors, uh, we need your help. And we don't just need the help of companies and, and individual donors. We're going to need the help of government as well to uh, to step up and make sure that we're well supported. And things are coming through, right? So we've got some mm-hmm. of the seniors pieces that you were describing coming through. Uh, there's wage subsidy uh, components that were announced here just a couple of days ago that will not only benefit charities, but will also benefit small to medium-sized yeah. businesses and so on. So I 
I, I think governments, uh, provincial and federal in particular, are really stepping up and doing their level best to sort through all this. But um, what's needed is quite a bit more substantial, I think, especially in the longer term. Rob, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon and um, shining a spotlight on this. I appreciate it. Uh, the website is myunitedway.ca. We'll check in again in a couple of months, see how things are, okay? Thanks so much, Jalen. That's Rob Yeager, the CEO, the CEO of United Way, Alberta. Um, some of your texts coming in. Josh says, yeah, he's really worried about dogs with wings. Obviously, that's that's uh, a charity that or an organization that is is close to his heart. And it became close to my heart as well. Uh, dogs with wings doing great things in this community. This one says, love, that's the biggest support. Um yeah, and this one says, yeah, now is not the time to ask for donations. Legit, I had that text come in, and and it is tricky, and it is walking that fine line, isn't it? For those of you, for those of you who have, have found yourself in a very, very difficult situation, given what has happened with COVID-19 and job losses and, 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 and so on, that's not who people are asking to, to to donate it's it's those who might still be able to and there's a number of different organizations and maybe you still are and and likely you still are and we're seeing some great things in this province even in the difficult times